You're listening to Eavesdropping, top 10 podcasts globally. Eavesdropping. Welcome, Michelle, to our anniversary episode, one year of Eavesdropping. Where's my my tambourine when you need it? Where's my tambourine? (laughs) You need your your tambo for reals. Are you going to call it a reen? A reen. You need your reen for real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Michelle, can you believe it? We've been doing this for a year now. Honestly, this is longer than 99.9% of any of my Tinder flings. <laughs> really? Like, <laughs> this is amazing. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Do you think it's us. incredible? I do you know really what? Do. We had naysayers. We had naysayers at the beginning of this who said, yeah. oh, those girls won't last. They didn't even think we'd start. Well, do you remember? Hooey to Yui. And and if you have stuck with us, by the way, listeners, dear, lovely eavesdroppers, if you've stuck with us, guess what? You're listening to a podcast that is apparently, according to our statistician, Anna Graziano, she's going to have a title, Stats. Here it comes. It's stat moment in time. She means the tithics. Stat me up. We are, our podcast is in the top 10% globally of what I don't know. We don't know. We need to get to the bottom of that, but... I like the idea of being able to say top ten. You're listening to eavesdropping top ten globally podcast globally. <laughs> we don't know where she found her information. It was in another language, but it's fine. She says it's happening. It's happening. I'm I'm taking it and running with it. Running all the way to the bank, Michelle, to cash in that ten percent of what? Nothing. So today's episode, Michelle, what are we going to be doing? We're going to be For all of you lovely eavesdroppers who might just drop in for an episode here or there, might have listened to one and thought, oh my God, I can't bear the sound of their voices, or have been sticking with us week in, week out, then we've got a little treat because we're going to go right back to the beginning and we're going to talk about each episode briefly and I'm going to look at the Instagram comments that we've had and just have a little rundown. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Well, the thing is, we didn't even have the Instagram going on our first one. No. And... Then it got shut down. Our first iteration of our Instagram got shut down because we mentioned the queue that cannot be named and we were flagged as queue anoners. Well, if you want to start straight away with the comments, I've got one right here, which is the second post ever that we did on our second time around account after we got yeah. deleted. It says, though, somehow our account got deleted. Apologies or apologies if you have liked and followed, but please like and follow us again. We won't disappoint. See pictures above. And it's got a picture of you and I probably from about, well, I won't say how many years ago. It was a long time. We were in our 20s, I'd say, looking like this, <laughs> looking like we've been run over by a bus. We were in our 30s. We were in our 30s. Oh, I we? know that for certain. Oh. Yes. So, but that wasn't our first episode because our first episode was Crowley, the Beast of Hastings. So, you know, when I think about how naive and how green we were on our first episode, I can't even believe we've we've made it to a year because, first of all, we were doing it in lockdown with no microphones, no information on how to do a podcast, record a podcast, nothing. We did it over Zoom on dodgy internet connections. The production values are so low. Who cares? And also our format was completely different. We were reading. 
we're yeah. reading stories. You know, the evolution from from then to now, it's quite a lot, actually. But the content, content is king. Content continues to be interesting. Yeah, Alistair Crowley. And you know what, Michelle? I went to Hastings this weekend and I thought about that first episode a lot because do you remember I, we started, I was telling the story of the Beast of Hastings because I used to live in yes. Hastings and Alistair Crowley uh, spent his final years in Hastings, but he was said to have put a curse on the town where mm. you couldn't ever leave. But I did leave, mm. but now I returned and now I want to live there again. So I'm thinking, yes, damn you, Crowley. But also... Going right back to our first episodes, we didn't have jingles. We didn't have ditties. So the first one was, we were doing covers. What of, was the um, song that we did first? Just Like Heaven. Just Like Heaven. The cure. And it was so out of time. Honestly, I, I have to tell <laughs> this to people who listen because... It's really not me being completely out of time. When you record, we do have a delay. So it sounds like Geordie might start singing. I chime in and it sounds like I'm like. "Uh, uh, 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 uh." So she says. And then we had our second episode. Is this where we go into cursed film territory? Well, it was Halloween. Or was it you talking about, you were talking about, you basically told the whole plot of The Exorcist. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Love yeah. that. I gave, <laughs> I gave a rundown of the whole film. But we talked about Noah Taylor and our patron saint, Ben Mendelssohn. It was our first, it was our first mention of Ben. Oh. I actually thought, I wonder what Ben is doing now, because obviously I have slated this poor guy, basically saying he had no career mm. after the year my voice broke. Had no idea that the should have been love of my life, not. He's not, no. but he could have been. been. Ben Mendelssohn could have been. You could have been Michelle's boyfriend. Michelle Mendelssohn could have stayed MM. That would have worked. He's not my boyfriend, but Sadly. and he does have a career. Yeah, big one. I did a little duck duck go on him. I'm so pleased, Michelle. I was going to ask what's Ben doing, and I'm so glad that you did. Let's hear what's. Hang on, before you do, there is our our third post on the Instagram. Is a picture, a very handsome picture of the blue-eyed beast himself, Mr. Ben Mendelssohn. <laughs> and it says, Mendels, why do we talk about the great Aussie actor Ben Mendelssohn so much on a supernatural comedy podcast? Geordie and Michelle have been exploring his back catalogue since Michelle made a flippant <laughs> remark about his career when the girls were discussing the brilliant series The Outsider, which is the reason why we talk about oh, him all the yes. time. It's a Stephen yes, King adaptation. Mm. Really good if you haven't seen it. Whether you're a Ben fan or not, join us weekly to hear unexpected chitty chatter on eavesdropping. (laughs) And then we have a comment from uh, Miss Magsy, who's a friend of ours. And she's also an Australian agent, of talent agent, I believe she says. And I think she actually knows Ben. Well, she says, I worked with Ben for a while. That's right. That's what she said. That's right. Seriously, Miss Magsy, cannot believe you have not set up an interview between eavesdropping and Ben Mendelssohn. He's got a lot of things coming up. So please put us on. I hope one's a comedy. On the PR. Tra- no, none of them. He's a bad boy. He's He plays bad boys. Bad boy for life. We want an interview. We want an interview. <laughs> Seriously, we're in 
the top 10% of global podcasts. What more could you want? Cracking open a brown lemonade and sitting down to talk to Ben Mendelsohn. How exciting. I know. We need to make that happen. But so when I I duck, duck, goad him, Mm. um, I just went to IMTB actually. And look, he's doing a few things. So don't worry, guys. He still does have a career. If you Google me, I'm on IMDb. Yeah, me too. It's for the smallest, shittiest thing I've ever done in my entire career, but I'm on there. Me too. <laughs> I mean, it do- it has nothing about the fact that I've been a musician and had music in films no. and everything. No, it is for... The one time when our friend, Sarah, asked me to be an extra on a film she was doing. Because she was being a stunt woman That's at the right. time. And she was doing this film called In the Red, I think it was called. And she needed extras. And so I, I went and I was an extra on the film. And that is what I'm listed for, being this dodgy extra. You get listed on IMDb, it's an extra. Maybe I had a line. I don't know. It was so long ago. I can't Amazing. even remember. Mine's for the Irish film The Flag, which I was the a what? wardrobe assistant on for one day. The Irish film The Flag, starring Pat Short. And he laughed at me because I fell over in the hotel late at night. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I was working and I was rushing, rushing from A to B. And he saw me and he fucking laughed. Oh, no, no offer to help me up. Thanks, Pat Short. <laughs> oh, no. I thought, I thought you would be on IMTB for um, putting prosthetic limbs on people I didn't do in that. the Mel Gibson. I thought you did makeup. I did makeup, but not prosthetic limbs. That's an art. Oh. I just okay. threw some mud at people's faces and a bit of woad on their faces, a bit of mud up their tartan kilts. Up, up their clicker clack. Clicky clack. Up their click clack. Yeah, up their kilts. But did you actually meet Mel Gibson? Of course I did. He, he humiliated me. Don't you remember I told you the story? No. Where he made a lewd comment about no. me. No. Well, do you remember I told you that all the cast used to play pranks on each other? They'd tie a piece of string around the back of their costume attached to their chair. So when people like Peter Mullen or Tommy Flanagan were called to set, it was actually usually Tommy Flanagan who was tying people up, but they'd get up and they'd run on to, to please Mel Gibson because they're all new actors. They hadn't really acted much before and they'd take the chair with them. And I should say, we are talking about Braveheart here. Braveheart. Sometimes they would do it to the makeup ladies. Sometimes you'd find these, yourself being attached to your makeup box or whatever. Can't slip that past Mel. He saw it and it was all ha, 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 funny guys. Crack on. Get moving. Come on, back on with the scene. And then one day I was kneeling and I was drifting. I was thinking, when's at lunch or something like that? And somebody was standing in front of me and I would have assumed it would have been one of those guys, but it wasn't. It was Mel Gibson. When I looked up, everyone was quiet. That's the only reason why I knew that something was going on. I looked up and I was like, oh, Mel was standing in front of me going, no, you can't have a raise. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Humiliation. Do you think he meant a raise as in of his penis? He meant, he made, tried to make out like I was offering to give him a blowjob. Exactly. Yes, you can't have a raise. My penis is not going to be raised because you're down on your knees. Mel Gibson. Well, we want Ben. And the thing is, he is doing a few things right now. Okay, back to Ben. It says he's uh, shot a new TV serial killer thriller oh my God. called Misanthrope. Oh, and fabulous. the blurb says, the blurb doesn't say much. It just says, a cop is recruited by the FBI to help track down a murderer. Who's he? Apparently, he's the lead cop. Oh, I love it. Then he's starring in a psychological thriller called Ooh. The Marsh King's Daughter, where he plays the Marsh King. The Marsh King. Is that not from that Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey? Hey! What was that called? <laughs> that show? The True Detective. 
Was it not the Marsh King? Maybe. I don't know. But they are doing like a whole new series and he's playing the Marsh King. And basically bad. Um, it's about this guy, the Marsh King, who for years kept his young daughter, Helena, and her mother captive in the wilderness. Oh, no. It's another evil role for Ben. Oh, the thing is, when I think of Ben Mendelssohn, I think of him as being like that cheeky, the, the cheeky jerkin. bad boy. You two better watch out. We don't like innocents around here. <laughs> I would love to see him in a comedy. I, I think he would be absolutely brilliant. But now he's being typecast. It's all the evil mm. ones. Do you know what, Ben? When you come on the show, we're going to ask you about this. Because I I think he's a, a comedy genius. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see. He's being typecast. <laughs> and then... Yeah, sorry. After not knowing anything about your career. Suddenly you're his biggest fan. <laughs> oh, I do love him. And then he's also currently filming something called Secret Invasion, which I think you talked about. It's a Marvel series for Disney+. Plus, ah. And it's about shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. And look, it's got an all-star cast. So it's got Ben. Is ben Kinsley in that? No, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, okay. And Olivia Coleman is in it. And Amelia Clark. Cool. Yeah, so Ben, our patron saint. So that was The Exorcist. Episode two on our Halloween, The Exorcist, Cursed or Non-Cursed. Uh, that's when we first started talking about our love, Ben Mendelssohn. And then we did our first ever extra droppings. Now, I have to say, we haven't done one of those in so long. No, we haven't. But now that we're the top 10%, we should do them for people <laughs> who might like to sign up to the Patreon once we start it. Yes, and who want extra content for us. We can provide. But that's when we did the Cursed, Non-Cursed, Horror, Non-Horror. That's right. Which was basically films that were horror films that were cursed, horror, fil horror films that weren't cursed, non-horror. Yes. That was cursed and non-horror that wasn't cursed. Oh, that's not very interesting. What? Do you know what? It sounded more interesting when we were doing it. You have to go back to extra droppings. And then actually we moved on to apparitions, ghost or just a fart. That was when my friend Ben, not Ben Mendelssohn, although Ben Mendelssohn can be my friend. Uh, this is Ben Green. Uh, he first told us about when he went into like the outskirts of Canberra and saw this orange mist. And it came out his ass. Yeah, that was in the shape of a, a fox, I believe. And uh, we ended the we, – we did end singing um, Edge of Seventeen, Stevie Nicks. Was that good? I think so. But the thing is, <laughs> I then had a little warning notification about uh, non-copyright music. So that's when we decided to change well, no, we didn't. No? We we did uh, on the next episode, So Lonely by the Police. Oh, that was atrocious. <laughs> ah, it's just me. You did that solo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did. And that was in the Incubus Succubus episode where we talked about crazy ghost sex. Oh, that's a good episode, actually. That's a good one. It was a good one. And then we talked about psychics and Sylvia St. Clair when my sister went to Sylvia St. Clair. Oh, yes. In Sydney, who was Lady Di's clairvoyant and master, the master enigma. And actually, this is season one, episode six. It was the first time we put the eavesdropping outro on. Yay. Eavesdropping. 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 Dropping, dropping. <laughs> 
drop it like it's hot. We did dreams and visions. Dreams and visions. That was a good one. What was that about? Your friend who had the chilling dream about where her missing friend was. That was an extra droppings, wasn't it? It was an extra droppings. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, she dreamt where her, her friend had gone missing and she had this recurring dream for the whole period of time that she was missing of what eventually transpired was where her friend was being kept, her friend's body was being kept. Yeah, it was amazing, actually. Yeah. That that was really amazing. After that, we we did our Nixium episode. Oh, that's when shit yeah. got real. Shit got real. And that was season one, episode eight. And we did, we talked about that middle-aged sex cult guru, Keith Ranieri, and he headed up the cult Nixium and I actually did uh, a little duck duck going on where he is now. Oh, interesting. Hopefully still in prison, Michelle. Well, he got 120 years, right? Good. But he appeared in a Brooklyn court via Zoom mm-hmm. in July this year, right? And he was ordered to pay nearly $3.5 million to his victims, Ooh. which I would have hoped he would have been ordered to pay more but no and then look it was really interesting because um, in terms of the payouts it was reported that the largest chunk of money you know over half a mil went to a victim who was only identified as Camilla she said at the trial that she met him when she was 13 Mm. in Mexico and then when she was 15 and still a virgin he raped her and then he had sex with her two sisters and all three of them apparently got pregnant by him but he forced all three of them to get abortions Mm -hmm. so it's really fucked up. It is fucked up and do you know what I'm thinking sorry to interrupt you but you know I can't stop thinking about the woman who was one of his girlfriend many girlfriends who was completely Mm. sucked in who got cancer Mm. and never got any treatment because she was with him so he essentially hastened her death and she was the one that took them all to get their pregnancies terminated she was on first name terms with all of the clinic people and obviously she was brainwashed to fuck by him so she was just acting as as his proxy but it's just really the whole thing's really sad look you should listen to the episode if you want to learn more what uh, what number is that michelle that's uh season one episode eight in court, he's so fucking deluded, right? He wanted all the nude photos and all the videotaped confessions that he, you know, all these women were co- coerced into doing. And, you know, remember we talked about it being called collateral, yes. right? He wanted it all back. Oh. Just wanted it all back. Are you serious? What? Yes. I know. He's so fucking deluded. And then apparently... After he said he wanted all the collateral back, he then went on to say he never handled any of the collateral, never saw it, never knew anything about it, but he wants it all back. And then he says, in court, I don't know who any of these victims are and I don't know what they're asking for and I don't know what they're talking about. But I'd like them back, please. Yes, but I want their I want their nudes and I want their titty videos back where they're saying all of this apparently saying weird lies as collateral, yeah. you know, like, oh, I cheated on my husband. And Sexually I... abused by their fathers, etc., which wasn't necessarily true. Yeah. No. So that's the latest oh, on Keith. Gosh. Okay. Well, mm. he's a piece of work, isn't he? Here we go. Here's a Keith Ranieri one. Have you listened to the Nixium Sex Cult episode of Eavesdropping? Head over to Eavesdropping on Apple Podcasts, etc. And then the comedy podcast says, Sold. I love 
Foul Mouth Podcasts. <laughs> Too fucking right. That's fucking us. <laughs> Then we went on to do an episode called False Memories where we looked at the Mandela Effect. And then the next one after that was the Law of Attraction where we talked about – well, I talked about Esther Hicks and Abraham. And look, I still love the message of Esther Hicks and Abraham. I actually would love to do another another Law of Attraction episode because we had one of our most heartfelt responses to that episode from oh. yeah, from a listener who at the time was going through a bit of a, a, a difficult patch and in the middle of the night she got up and she just wanted something to listen to and she'd seen on your Facebook that you were doing a podcast and she thought, fuck it, I'll give it a listen. And it just happened to be this law of attraction. And she sent the most amazing message to us that just, yeah, it really gave us a lift at the time, just knowing that somebody listened and and really took something away from it that was positive and uplifting. And then the episode after that was probably one of the episodes that I am proudest of which is that it's uh season one episode 11 hometown murders when you realize your mate is a murderer murderer. yeah because I think that's when obviously our friend and researcher Al Teggett it really he he got in touch with us about that episode and you know because he had uh, had a connection with this with this topic and you know I mean we're all Canberra people I think that was, for me, one of the episodes where we turned a bit of a corner because, you know, we really talked about something that had been a personal situation for both of us. Both experienced, had had quite strong memories of what happened around that time when we were teenagers and our experiences with said murderer. Yeah, David Pike, uh, who murdered Jenny in her flat and... Yeah, it was, um, yeah, for me, it was really quite a moving story, but also kind of funny because, you know, we were talking about dumb shit that happened to us in, you know, when we were just teenagers. Yeah. But yeah, you know, again, we had a lot of, a lot of comment and a lot of response to that episode. Yeah, for me, I think it really, it really put us on more of our true crime path in the future and, I really love that. It's up there as one of my personal favourite episodes. Why are you crying? Drop it. So that was a good one, Michelle, but didn't that spur on another extra droppings after that? No, it didn't because the next one after that was our NY eavesdropping where we were saying goodbye Uh, to 2020. Is that the night bus episode? I'll never forget that story. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, is that when I talked about the stinky pussy juice? Oh. (laughs) She said it again, listeners. I'm sorry about that. Bloody hell. I know. That was terrible. Yeah, we did have quite a few comments on that one. And then, you know, look, we, we do a new season every year. So we flipped over into 2021 and season two. And our 
first episode was one of my least favorite topics, but actually I've grown to love it, the fairies. And we did, we talked about the Huldefog, we talked about trolls, we talked about the demented Swedish film Border, Mole People, and Doreen Virtue. Yeah, we talked about Doreen Virtues. Doreen Virtue was the angel lady, but then she changed and decided to become born again Christian and had to completely denounce everything she'd ever done that made her so much money beforehand. But the socials for this, Michelle, there is a social media for this. It's one of your collages and it says... Did you listen to the fairies episode of Eavesdropping? We cover Icelandic folk and other sprites and fairies, but we don't neglect our lovely Ben Mendelssohn and have a chat about the year my voice broke again. Demented Swedish film Border <laughs> and an unusual knickers over underpants item of sports clothing from the girls' school days. Scungies. Why not listen? And we have Tamira saying she loved it. And we've got a picture of the year my voice broke with a very, very young cast. Now, you recently said, I can't remember the lady's name that's in that film, the girl with the blonde hair, Loena something. Loen Miranda. Loen Carmen. Carmen, not Carmen Miranda. Okay. No, Loen Carmen. You said she didn't have a career anymore, but I hear that she is a musician in LA. A friend of ours went to see her. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. She's got a career. Sorry to everyone who I'm just basically slamming. I, you know, I mean, I live in a bubble. That's how it goes. <laughs> so that was that episode. That was yeah. the fairies. That was next episode one. Then what did we do? Was it Q? It was Q and on. And this is when we got shut down by Instagram, who basically went, fuck you. You guys are Q and on They didn't even hear the episode. I actually remember at the time I went to Instagram to appeal their decision. They basically slammed the book in my face. Nope. So we had to start a new Instagram account. Yeah. But I think actually it was better because that's when you started getting into your element with our video. Well, the um, social media post for this one, though, has three pictures. One is the shaman. Is that what he was called? The guy oh, who yeah, broke the, in. The QAnon shaman. The Q- yeah. yeah. Who, One is, who is looking like Jamiroquai. Yes, he does look like Jamiroquai. And then there's the ladies of V, the famous 80s oh, <laughs> lizard people-based <laughs> science fiction TV show. And yeah. then there's a lovely picture of Ben Mendelsohn as the Queen's dad from the film, the one about the stuttering The King. King's Speech. No, because he's the King's king speech. in this. And he wasn't. He wasn't the king in that. No, the crown. No. He wasn't in the crown. Well, he wasn't in the king's speech. Was he? No, that was Colin Firth. He was Prince Philip. Oh, okay. No. No, we're wrong. But he is dressed as... Oh, it's the darkest hour. He was... Darkest the, he was, hour. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Now, it says here, oh, be careful how you hashtag this one. Episode two of 2021 was all about a certain right-wing fanatical conspiracy theory, but also had a peep into Ben Mendelsohn's back catalogue and vintage sci-fi series V. Who's alive? Does Hillary C. really run a pizza shop side hustle? Is the Queen a lizard? Tune in. In and we've had no comments about that one. <laughs> so, for anyone who has listened to our later episodes and where we often bring up Comet Ping Pong, this was the episode because that's all about Pizzagate. So, that's why we have, uh, we're a little obsessed with Comet Ping Pong. But uh, then we moved on to Lights in the Sky. So, yes. that's when I talk about the snow glow and all those crazy lights. Do you know what? Just recently I saw weird lights in the sky here. Yeah. It happens all the time. We Again. are at 
we are at altitude, you know, and I just think we are a hotspot because where we are, we used to be Africa. Oh. Yeah, Switzerland, the landmass where we are is very, very like billions of years ago, it, we were Africa. Then it all got like melded back together. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. I think we're a hotspot. Okay, maybe you are. It did say on the social media post about that, which was one of the first ones we did for the re the rehashed um, Instagram page. It did say that you had seen strange lights in the sky after a flute of bubbly or two. <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen them since. So maybe it's not that crazy. No, then we did an extra droppings. But after that, we we did, again, one of my, my favourite episodes. This is from an eavesdropper who has stuck with us from the very beginning and who is probably listening today. So hello, Linda. It's called? The Other C Word. And it was all a, well, it's a, it's a real life cancer journey story. And it's so inspirational. It is. You know, Linda got in touch and she wrote this incredible from the heart story and again this is one of the episodes I'm proudest of because she I mean I hope she liked the way we we talked about her journey I hope so I think she did yeah you know it was really inspirational we had so many people get in touch you know just sharing their own stories of people in their family who had gone through a cancer Mm -hmm. journey some survived some didn't but I feel like everybody has been touched by someone who's had cancer in their life it's such a prevalent thing and you know I feel really privileged that Linda entrusted us with her story and felt that we could you know, share it with the world in, in an eavesdropping way. Thank you, Linda. And do you know what? After that, uh, Linda has actually spoken at least once, if not more, publicly at forums and uh, not workshops, but, wow. you know, at events. That's the road she needs to be on, I think, because her story is amazing. And the social media was inspired by her joyous story, the uplifting, you know, side of it because that's where I did the dancing in front of the TV to it's as serious as cancer and that's why rhythm is a dancer Baywit, it's a Baywit no shirt and thong what a ding dong Baywit, it's a Baywit big gut hanging out kitty 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 cat oh, no, I don't even know yes what the, what the fuck so what's next Moosh well, we did another Hometown Murders. It's our oh. part two. And this is where, I believe, our favourite, Hazel the Psychic Real Estate Agent, oh. had her first outing in the podcast because you gave a, a, an account of a hometown murder in your hometown. It was the Kites. Uh, Hazel the Psychic Real Estate Agent had a first-hand account for us and it was amazing. She did. And that was, what was that about? Oh, because she had experienced, oh, yes, the story, the murderer. Of the kites. uh, Of the kites was actually. The older couple who were bludgeoned to death in their home. Hazel, the psychic real estate, had a first-hand experience of her. And actually she had to go and identify the murderer in the police station. But one of the things I remember most about that episode was that we, you know, she had, she was sneaking a durry around the back. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Hazel. She was having a diary. So, yeah. I don't have any social media for that one. All I've got here, I've got Aidan Gillen. And it said, a case of mistaken identity. Aidan Gillen 
weird looking or handsome in a creepy way. Michelle and Geordie discussed this and an inspiring tale of survival on today's eavesdropping the other C word. Oh, that was for Linda's. <laughs> and oh, the only no. comments we had from that was Planetarium says, I would. And Girl Traveller, which is you, Michelle, says, I think I was thinking of Alan Cumming. Yes, I think so. <laughs> can I just sort of, can I just cycle back to um, the the cancer episode? I just wanted to mention Jen, actually, because my mom, Jen, she is a cancer survivor. And uh, yeah, it was for me really a moving thing to talk about her cancer story. I'm not sure she appreciated it too much, <laughs> but um, yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to Jen because she has become a regular on the podcast. We talk about her a lot with the fury of a million chooks behind her, Jen, Jen. <laughs> The hen. Jen the hen. She she beat cancer and, you know, every day I'm grateful that, you know, for for the miracle of Big Pharma and, you know, all the treatments they have, even though it's a fucking shocker when people are going through it. Yeah, it's, you know, people do survive cancer and, yeah, big up to you, Jen. True, Jen, true. True, Jen, true. We did an episode on the Church of Satanic Panic yes. where we talked about Anton LaVey. You know more about him than me. We talked about the Night Stalker. Yep. Bimini Bomboulash. My God. Anton LaVey. But then we went on to Love Gone Wrong. Would you marry a murderer? Uh-huh. Would you marry a murderer? I wouldn't marry a murderer, Michelle. Would you? No. Love Gone Wrong. Right, I found it. It's me dancing to the theme from The Love Boat. Oh, my God. And we got in trouble from Instagram for that, too, because we nicked the theme for The Love Boat. We did. But it says, new episode out today, Love Gone Wrong. Listen in, etc. And that's all it says. And I've got a comment from Yannicka Bailey, who was last week in her tubble drinking a cocktail with a pussy on her lap. <laughs> <laughs> says here she says love your collection of jumpsuits plus can't wait to hear the episode so that was the comment that we got back from there oh well Yannicka Bailey she's been long time eavesdropper she's with us she's been with us since day one bless her and you know we're always so grateful for people who stick with us so thank you Yannicka so would you marry a murderer well it was our Valentine's Day episode yeah and we talked about Lorena Bobbitt snip snip Snip, snip. Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Joseph Fritzl and his dodgy basement, Night Stalker, oh, and of course, Ben Mendelsohn. So, Far out. What a collection. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, you know, would you marry a murderer? I guess if you don't know they're a murderer when you marry them, then it's not your fault. But they're, if they're a psychopath, they're probably lying to you because they're lying to everyone. So... But wasn't that the episode where there was a lady who actually actively tracked down a murderer and she married him while he was in prison? I mean, the Night Stalker had loads of people after him. Yeah, they all do. They all do. There are there are ladies that write to people in prison, you know, saying, I'll marry you. Yeah. Love you. I mean, God, they just want to be chopped up into pieces. And then we moved on to our Mythical Creatures episode. The reason why we had to do a Mythical Creatures episode is, number one, I'm really into them. And number two, Hazel, the real estate agent, had an experience with somebody who was a Mythical Creature. Yes, that is correct. And I've got myself talking to her 
about it on the social media and I've had to pause her while I'm being filmed and it says new episode out today all about strange and mythical creatures plus other nonsense and <laughs> then the then the comments are the camera person is it's from eavesdropping the camera person is a child so apologies where's Geordie's head so I've had to have a briefing with the camera people the small camera people <laughs> i.e. your children <laughs> put a whole meter above my head in future because they keep cutting me off um, we've got mrs hannah huggis saying i love the camera work adds to the appeal i've got doc- <laughs> dr banana who is actually the composer. sound engineer and composer for this mm. series i don't think you're paying them enough and, and that is it oh well we talked about bigfoot uh, Hazel, the psychic real estate agent, shared her story about mermaids. I liked that episode. Yeah, we talked about unicorns and we found out what unicorn means on social media. What does it mean? The threesome where you find oh. like the 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 person who wants to have a threesome with you. I don't remember that. Oh, keep up, Georgie. Oh, <laughs> and then we talked about, oh my God, that was when you confused me because you kept talking about Tom Hardy Cox. And I'm like... <laughs> but his name's just Tom Hardy. Why is it a Hardy Cox? I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) And we talked about Charles Bronson, the UK prisoner, Charles Bronson, not the actor. Charles Hardy Cox. What's his name? Tom Cox. No. (laughs) Tom Hardy. (laughs) That guy played him. That's would have, that yes. would have been why we were talking about That's him. That's the connection. The there strong you man. Go. The strong man. Yeah. And then we talked about uh, one of our favorite topics, which we haven't actually done much of, but witches. Yes. Was it witches? Did. Yes. Yes, Good. we talked about witches. Oh, that was the episode when we talked about the cage in St. Oswith in Essex. Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about Christy Bamu, which we talked oh, about Oh, no, recently. I didn't like that. Yeah, no. yeah. And the mystery torso in the Thames and all sorts. Yeah, so we did have a little update. It says, am I a witch? Are you? Which witch is which? And then we've got some com- some comments saying, you is a white witch. And that's from Erin Thompson. Tiff Oban says, I also love John Leguizamo as Tybalt. We must have been talking about... We did in the previous episode. Yes, we did. We did indeed. And we've got Yanni who says, Witch Boy, 100%. So after Witches, we went on to True Crime Part 1 where we talked about Melissa Caddick. Now... We this actually has been one of our most downloaded episodes. Really? Um, yeah, absolutely. And we, well, I did a little duck duck going on what the latest is on Melissa Caddick. And just to give you a, a quick background on Melissa, she set up the finance company called Malava. She ripped off all her friends and family for more than thirty million, and. She, along with all the money, disappeared and then a rotting foot was found on Bunda Beach. And now people believe that she's dead. But I yeah. believe she just cut off her foot. You believe mm-hmm. she's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the bike has got her. Well, who knows? But the latest is, obviously, she's still missing. But the media attention has been around her husband, uh, mm. hairdresser Anthony Coletti, because he... Recently released an album called Raid under what? the band name Pause Off. And I'm not even joking. What? Balls Off. Pause. Pause is in like oh. pause. <laughs> Balls Off. Balls Off. Um, Balls Out. 
Balls oh, off. Balls off. My balls God. off. And look, so I I went on to Spotify because I wanted to hear this album. Oh, how I good is it? I could not stop laughing. Honestly, it's like Flight of the Concords. Oh, that's good. I like that. No. No, 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 no. It's like Fly of the Concords did Melissa Caddick concept album, but shit. It's so shit. It's so terrible because it's not meant to be a joke, but it's really funny. So it starts it starts with this song called Introduction. And you hear Anthony, he's talking over this like super shit track. And he says, November eleven, twenty twenty. This is a true account of what happened on the day of the raid. And then he goes on parental guidance recommended. And then there's a song called Good Morning and it's got this like super shit club beat going on behind it. And then Anthony Coletti is putting on this like woman's voice. What? Which is meant to be like an Australian cop, a policewoman saying, ah, nice pajamas. Did you just wake up? Oh my God. It's so funny. Is this some kind of, what's the actor's name who does all the, um, like lunatics and Chris. Oh my Chris God, Lilly. Chris Lilly. It sounds like a Chris Lilly sketch. It could be. It is so hilarious, and it just gets worse because the thing is, it's basically the whole album is is Anthony Coletti denying that a Melissa Caddick did anything wrong, b that she's been set up, and c that he had nothing to do with it. It's just oh fucking bizarre. And then he went on Seven News Spotlight, which was his program. Because he went on to say that he just doesn't believe that the love of his life ripped off friends and families and family members, even though there's like loads of evidence proving that she's a crook. And he reckons he doesn't know what a Ponzi scheme is. Honestly, the whole thing is comedy gold. Well, the guy needs some cash, so he's got to do what he's got to do, right? Well, he got 50000 for appearing okay. How? on it. Oh, on the show. Yeah, on, on the Channel 7 show. And, okay. um yeah, he just keeps going on saying that he's been set up and Melissa was basically hounded into either going missing or being murdered because the, the ASIC and the police framed her. Even though there's so much evidence showing that she just embezzled all the money. So right. that is the latest update on Melissa Caddick and Anthony Coletti. <laughs> so for our socials that week, it was my foot that you said looked like a, a corpse foot. It did. It looked like a Foot and you didn't even put makeup on it. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that was just the filter. But it says latest eavesdrop an episode con artists out Wednesday. Michelle has a fascinating ongoing story and it will be a two parter. It's still ongoing. It's like four parts now. Listen in wherever you get your ear candy and share with friends. Now we've got Tamira who has tagged someone. Chef Sean makes his first appearance. Ooh. Appearance who is the ghost hunter uh, from New South Wales. He says where you reckon Melissa's body. And then, he's, and then we have a little chit-chat with him about what's he up to and he really wants to know what we think. So he needs to listen to the bloody podcast, I think, Sean, is what you need to <laughs> oh, say. Oh, I think he did. I think he did in the end. So then on the next episode, we did another true crime episode. Part where, two. Part two, where we looked at Leslie Manukian and Anna Delvey. So Anna Delvey, this is season two, episode 12. She's the fake heiress who scammed everyone into believing she was this, you know, rich German heiress and uh, she in the end went to jail she was sentenced to four to 12 years in prison fined 24,000 in order to pay 200,000 back to the people she scammed but 
She only served just under four years and was released on good behaviour in February. And since then, it's I did a little like duck duck going on her. She went straight back on Instagram. Uh, she put feet, like photos of her drinking champagne out of this like fancy claw foot bathtub, just Gosh. living it up. Why not a tubble? Why here? Yeah, why not a tubble? But the uh, the authorities saw her Instagram, and she's now, or I think she's now back in jail because U.S. Immigration and Customs basically ruled that she should go back into custody because they said, looking at your Instagram, we can see that you have not been rehabilitated. <laughs> and yeah, that she was likely to reoffend to keep her lifestyle. What a shady lady. She is a shady lady. Basically, the there there was some research into I didn't do this research. Um it was the ABC News. So apparently she was still being held but and that they were sort of deciding whether or not she should be deported. However, a search of ICE, which is the official government uh, detaining government body, they someone did a search, not me. No. And there were no results for Sorokin, which is Anna Delvey's real name. And also uh, she was meant to be held in Bergen County Jail in the States. And apparently there was no one held there under that name. So, and, But her Instagram has shown no activity since March. Has she been bumped off? Well, no, I just think she's, she's probably in jail. Maybe they've had to put her under a different name because of all the media heat around her. Uh-huh. But the Netflix series is going ahead. Julia Garner, who is excellent, she's in Ozark. She's in Ozark. Okay. She's the curly blonde one. She's fantastic. She's playing Anna Delvey. And if you're wondering whether or not Anna Delvey's going to get any cash from Netflix series, no, because the court ruled that she was not she allowed shouldn't. to. Profit. She mustn't. So she's. So that's the update on Anna Delvey. So the next ex- episode after that was talking to the dead. No. Talking to the dead. Yes, I've got here before hoarders. I've got latest episode out Wednesday. We discuss talking to the dead. Find out new ways to chat to your dearly departed Liberace or Gandhi. So we're talking about automatic writing, Ouija board apps, ghost hunters, magic eight balls get mentioned. Talking to the dead. Yeah. And the Japanese telephone telephone box. box. Exactly. Where 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 after the earthquake, people were talking to their loved ones. Oh, that was so sad, actually. Yeah, that was a sad one. And then then we do hoarders, which was quite a good one. Actually, I did enjoy the hoarders episode. That was a request from my sister, Steph, who again, over the last year, she's been listening faithfully every episode. Same with mom. Actually, when I said to Jen, mom, it's been a year. She's like, oh, I've been listening to you for a year. <laughs> Dedicated. Yeah. So, but it was almost like she was annoyed that she'd wasted a year of her life. But a whole year listening to us. A whole year of eavesdropping. So Hoarders for me was quite a good episode because my husband is a mild hoarder. And do, as you know, Michelle, at the moment I'm working as a declutterer. Yes. But I can't tell anyone locally because if they walk past my driveway – They'll go, oh, the water house. <laughs> They'll be like, we're not, we're not hiring her. Well, well, they have no idea how hard I work on a daily basis, minute by minute, mm-hmm. just trying to de-hoard the hoarding that happens in this around me. Oh, God. Oh, and you know what? That, the hoarder episode was where we talked about the cat hoarder. 
Ooh. who had who kept the cats, the dead cats in the fridge and they all turned to liquid. Do you remember? That was a juice dropper. That was a juice dropper. There was a poo hoarder, somebody who had to eat poo. There was a couple of ladies. There was a lady that looked like a, a mannequin. There was Ratman. Under a pile of rubbish. Ratman, the brothers. Oh, there was Grey Gardens, Little Edie, Big Edie, Collier Brothers, Declan O'Rourke was mentioned. Oh, Lunatics, God. Chris Lilly, his hoarder was mentioned. Joyce Jeffries, Sally Honeycheck, the Honeycheck sisters. Yeah, it was a bit, that was a good episode, that one. Yeah, no, that was a good one. The next one was a good, fav- a big favourite of mine. Poltergeists. Poltergeists. London poltergeists, in fact. Because I have been constantly fascinated by the story of the Enfield haunting. So for this, we got to talk about it. Plus Shirley Hitchens and Thornton Heath. Mm, Shirley yeah. Hitchens was the Battersea pol- poltergeist. And Thornton Heath was one that you picked up from the 50s or the 40s even. I can't remember, Michelle. Yeah, was- who had and they had the little porcelain dog that got smashed <laughs> well not just that i remember that she had she manifested jewelry in her hand after visiting a store she did she did they you know reportedly so i wonder Who i knows? wonder how that all went down then we talked about a really personal story it was australia's forced adoption scandal and anyone who's been listening knows that geordie was adopted but the really amazing thing about this was that after we talked about this it all blew up in the UK media because a similar forced adoption scandal happened. So, yeah, we were in the zeitgeist on that one. We were. We also seemed to talk about the Duke of Edinburgh died as well around that time. So he was mentioned. Oh, my gosh, that's right. (sighs) Yes. And Paul Ritter. Yes, that's right. Paul Ritter, fantastic actor, passed away at that time. So sad. That was a good episode, though. That's always going to be one of my favourites. Well, it's very personal to you. So now it's now we know that it's Farrow versus Alan. Right. That so was popular we... with the YouTubers. Not. Oh man, we that was when we first got trolled on YouTube. <laughs> Honestly, that was a milestone for us, our first trolling. So <laughs> and then we moved on to uh Potluck Party where we talked about ghost sex and beauty gadgets and all sorts. Okay, so now we're music, yes. Music makes it people. Michelle's, I'm playing a mandolin. Michelle's in a bikini. Don't know why. I didn't want to say at the time, but it was right in the heart of lockdown. lockdown, And I had managed to escape off to the middle of nowhere on a tropical island. But I didn't want to say it at the time because I just didn't want people to feel, you know, like here I was gallivanting around in a bikini, literally on a tropical island. And uh, everyone else was locked down in four It got a lot of views, a lot of views, this one, I tell you. (laughs) And uh, because this one was the the first time I got to hear that heartbreaking story of the soundtrack of your heartbreak to Nothing Compares to You at Victoria Bus Station. My first true love, leaving him at Victoria Bus Station. My God, oh, that's so hilarious. In hindsight, I mean, it was so traumatic at the time, but in hindsight, when you take the piss out of it, it really sounds pathetic. But yeah, my, you know, Jen loved this episode because she really enjoyed hearing our story and our journey of our friendship and how music was Aww. interwoven. And yeah, she had, she said it really touched her. So, well, we go. must have also uh, reached. Our host in Norway, Oslo, Norway, Martin Kvama, because he has replied on the post by saying, just heard the pod. 
Let me know if you're in town. Still possible to do ice skating, sledge riding, or just get drunk at a karaoke bar in Oslo. Do you know what? We have to go back to Oslo. One of one of the best times. One of the best so times. Good. And and Martin, if you're still with us, if you've stuck with us, oh, we miss you. We do. We miss you, Martin. Okay, so what's next? Then we moved on to psychic detectives. I can't hurt there. Psychic detectives, are they helpful when solving crimes or are they just a pain in the ass for law enforcement? Well, anyone who listened to our episode a couple of weeks ago, we did talk about Fia Johansson and this was when we talked about Lynn Dawson, Madeleine McCann, uh, Nancy Webber, Alison Dubois. It was a good one, actually. It was was so fun. And then we we did talk about Fia Johansson because obviously her... Her psychic uh, predictions on Madeleine McCann were quite shit. So, yeah, psychic detectives. Again, that was another request from my sister who's obsessed with psychic detectives. But then don't we go off for a missing person in a helicopter? So we talked about when you were trapped in Russia. I wasn't trapped. I wasn't there. I didn't go to... Moscow because St. Petersburg, I'd been to St. Petersburg the week before due to go to Moscow, but then there was the Dubrovka siege and that's why I didn't. So luckily I wasn't trapped there. That would have been a nightmare. Well, we talked about Charlie Halp and he was a guy who actually went missing in Zermatt. I mean, it was local, local scandal here. And uh, he's never been seen since. He's now been declared dead. And I did a little duck, duck going. Yes, any news? Not not too much more than all of his heirs have sold their shares to the brother Christian. And yeah, it's all been wrapped up very quickly and very neatly. So if he is out there hiding with his girlfriend. Does she go missing as well? Yeah, she did. If he's out there, if they're both out there living it up on some, you know, private island in Russia like good luck to you because everyone the whole world thinks you're dead so they're partying with Melissa Caddick yes they are in Elvis and everyone else having a ball so then it was cleaning it was the cleaning episode do you know what I love that cleaning episode we discover that Michelle loves sponges I do I love cleaning and in fact do you know what I recently watched a series called Made have you heard about this no so it's with Andy McDowell and her real-life daughter, Margaret Qualley. Uh-huh. So Margaret Qualley plays this single mum who... Uh, a maid, like an M-A-I-D. M-A-I-D, yes. Ah. Which is cleaning, Geordie. That's right. <laughs> I felt like bed, the bed was made. No, M-A-I-D. And, yeah, it's all about, you know, this woman who has been emotionally abused and tries to leave her husband with her child. It's really heartbreaking, actually. But, yeah, definitely worth a watch if you've got nothing else. Um, Andy McDowell... She plays a crazy, the crazy mother. Well, talking about good television, of course, when Line of Duty's like last series came mm. out, we were inspired to do an episode. Ben Copper's episode. Oh, I love that one. Talking about... The real life inspiration behind uh, Line of Duty. So we looked at Charles, uh, Jean-Charles de Menezes, Jill Dando, Stephen Lawrence... Christopher Older, Daniel Morgan. That was, yeah, a really good deep dive. Very twisty, turny. And I think even as I was telling you, especially the Daniel Morgan story, which is so twisty, turny and over so many years, I think you were getting confused, which is a shame because it is such an important story because Mm. of the involvement with the media and the deep, deep level of corruption within our 
Metropolitan Police Force, unfortunately. Yeah. It's happened. Yeah. It is. It's out there. Yeah. But that was that one. And then we moved on to our friendship episode and and relationships. Yeah. yeah. It, it was one of our lighter episodes. I think we thought after all our dark episodes, we had to do something light. Sometimes one then, needs a break, don't they, Michelle? Well, absolutely. Which was then we went on to looking at near-death experiences, which... There was that that series, Netflix series, Surviving Death. And we looked at all sorts of things and space clearing, actually, as well. Death cleaning, Swedish death cleaning. We looked at the woman who was in the kayak and was Uh. dead for nearly an hour and then came back. So really great stuff. And then we moved on to the Great Pretenders and Samantha as a party. Like, first of all, there were lots. There was lots of great social media of you with pretend dildo, which I absolutely <laughs> it's a loved. Meerkat. A meerkat pretend like masquerading as a dildo, and that was when you talked about Gail Newland, who tricked her best friend into thinking that she was a man and she was basically having sex with her with a strap-on. Yeah. And I remember Jen knew what a strap-on was. I said, Mum, do you know what a strap-on is? She's like, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Samantha has a party. And look, I actually did a little update on where she is now. So she was jailed in May this year after uh-huh. pleading guilty to, you know, child stealing, pretending she's a serial liar, you know, pretending to be someone else you know, theft, obtaining things by deception. And because she'd spent so long in in parole, uh, she was in jail. Uh, She was immediately eligible for parole at the time of her sentence. Mm -hmm. But uh, when she she went into appeal to be released early, but weirdly, and this was a couple of months ago, she, it was in Victoria in a county court. She had her appeal all lined up and then she just didn't turn up. But anyway, her lawyer just said, uh, sorry, the appeal's not going ahead. So that was the latest. That, she, that I mean, it's all a bit fucked up. So, yeah, that was, that's where it is with mm. Samantha as a party. Well, then we moved on to the news dropping, first news dropping that we ever did, which was a combo of things like the West Hall UFO incident, Mm. There's uh, a floating pool that we discussed. Colonic irrigation gets talked about. Hoverboards. Mystery explosion in Sydney. Fake meat. Aliens. Yeah. Vertigo. Yeah. Gareth Southgate even gets a mess, uh, mention. Well, you talked about the fat lady whose ticker got lost in her rolls of flab. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that caught my eye as I was walking past the news agent. Oh, yes. Fake news. Fake news. And then we talked about in um, season two, episode 28, the UK cat killer. Now, that was something that was really disturbing for a lot of our Yeah, listeners. it was a, a bit kind of, it turned some people off. They couldn't listen. They wouldn't go Juice there. Juice dropper. Juice dropper. Because no one wants mm. to hear about animals being hurt. And then if they could handle that, then they had to hear you talking about the piggy palace was that that episode? Yeah, that wasn't good. Robert Picton, oh. uh, Canada's worst serial killer. He's not nice. Mm, then we moved on to, to Scotty from Marketing, uh, Hillsong, the cue we can't mention. We did another episode on psychic detectives, reincarnation, communicating with the dead. We did more episodes on UFOs. We did atom bombs. God, do you remember Marilinga? And the dreadful situation that the world is in, thanks to all the testing that they did in the Bikini, yeah. I, the Bikini Atoll. 
that's worth a listen. Yeah, so there's been quite a few. We have to wrap it up now because we've been rabbiting on for too long. But I know. we do feel that everybody has been listening anyway to the more recent ones. And more than anything, Michelle and I just want to say thank you to all you eavesdroppers out there for sticking with us and for providing content. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't have got to a year without all of the fantastic comments and support from all our listeners. And, you know, we are thrilled that people are enjoying eavesdropping. And we hope that everyone will continue for the next year of eavesdropping. And we love when you share your stories. Yes. So any more interesting ideas for stories, please do get in touch with us because we're open, as you can see by that vast array, that melange of different stories that we've just discussed. (laughs) Anything from witches to aliens to colonic irrigation to friendship and music, it's all there to be discussed. Thank you. Thanks for helping us celebrate our first birthday. Here's to uh, here's to more birthdays to come. More birthdays to come. Thanks once again to all you eavesdroppers. Happy day. Happy day to you. Happy day to me. And you know what, Geordie? Thank what? you. Thanks for thanks for being my my eavesdropping co-host. Well, it's been a you, ride. Michelle. It has been a ride. But we're not over yet, Mish. We're going to keep going forward. And you know what, Michelle? Whatever you do and whatever I do. We've just got to keep eavesdropping. 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 Eavesdropping.